0: You're listening to the Discovery COVID-19 podcast. Our expert guests help you to understand coronavirus disease 2019 and how you can manage your health, well-being and financial security during this time. Hi, my name is Dr. Stoffel Grobler. I am a psychiatrist and today I will be talking about telehealth. What it is, the pros and cons of telehealth and what it means for the future practice of medicine. Telehealth technology is currently in the spotlight for coronavirus care, and it is quickly becoming a critical tool in slowing down the spread of COVID-19. It is, in my opinion, a perfect ready-made solution, and it wouldn't make sense not to use it. This pandemic has been wreaking havoc with healthcare systems all over the world, and telehealth has stepped into the spotlight, helping doctors better respond to the needs of South Africans. Both those who have contracted the virus as well as those who need to contact the doctor regarding their health in general. Telehealth is emerging as an effective and sustainable solution for prevention and treatment to stem the spread of the virus. This shift to virtual care has been on the horizon for some time, but COVID-19 has accelerated the use of technology in medical care, and suddenly there is an increased reliance on telehealth in our new world of physical distancing. This podcast will be looking at the history of telehealth, the pros and cons thereof, things to consider during a telehealth consultation, and finally, how it may change the face of doctor-patient consultations in future. As a starting point, I think it's important to inform the public that the Health Professions Council of South Africa published amended telehealth guidance on the 26th of March, stating the following. The word telemedicine is to be replaced by telehealth, which includes telemedicine, telepsychology, telepsychiatry, telerehabilitation and remote consultations with patients using telephonic or virtual platforms. On the 17th of April 2020, a further amendment was published stating guidance provided herein is only applicable during the COVID-19 pandemic. The HPCSA will soon after the end of the pandemic inform practitioners about the continued use or otherwise of this guidance. However, various international medical bodies have been urging healthcare workers and the public to use telehealth in an effort to reduce the pressures facing emergency rooms and clinics. So, you may be asking what is telehealth? Telehealth is the use of electronic, elec- electronic communication technologies to provide healthcare when distance separates the participants. During the lockdown, physical distancing has created the situation where it has been recommended that we all stay at home in order to reduce the spread of the virus. It also means that consulting with your doctor is suddenly a lot more complicated. Although, until before the COVID 19 pandemic, telehealth was far from routine in everyday medical practice, it has been around for as long as telephones, telephones have been around, in fact. A simple phone call or WhatsApp to your doctor constitutes telehealth. By using telehealth platforms and programs, people who are suffering from other medical ailments during this time can receive care. From home without having to enter a hospital or the doctor's consulting room, thereby minimizing their risk of contracting the virus. There are three roles for telehealth technologies during this crisis. The first is to screen patients remotely rather than having them visit the practice or hospital, thereby lowering the risk of transmission to other patients and healthcare workers. The second role is to provide routine care for patients with chronic diseases who are at high risk if exposed to the virus, and also continuing care for patients with chronic diseases, including mental illness. And the third significant role, albeit a bit counterintuitive, but just as important, is that doctors are not immune to infection and at increased risk for contracting COVID-19. So if a doctor tests positive but has no symptoms, he or she can still provide a service from the safety of their home while still in quarantine using telehealth. From the outset, telehealth has offered convenient and prompt access to medical professionals via your laptop or smartphone. Telehealth therefore provides 24/7 services for patients to connect with their doctors, offering comfort and assurance to these patients during these trying times. When it comes to the pros and cons of telehealth, being a psychiatrist, I'm going to talk from the point of view of my profession, but in essence, the principles remain similar for other areas of medical practice. Firstly, I would like to reassure the listener that telepsychiatry has been proven to be equivalent to in-person care in diagnostic accuracy, treatment, effectiveness, and patient satisfaction. It also saves time, money, and other resources like office space. Diagnoses have been made reliably for a wide range of psychiatric disorders, including depression and anxiety. And for those with the disabling anxiety, for example, severe PTSD and panic, it may be preferable to in-person consultations. My colleagues are already already noticing that some patients are saying that when they have to travel long distance to see them, they would rather prefer telepsychiatry to continue. However, in as much as psychiatrists and doctors have to consider the new way of interacting, I think the patient also needs to consider a number of things when they decide to use telehealth instead of the traditional patient-doctor face-to-face interaction. Remember to make sure that you are familiar with the technology before you start to some extent to prevent glitches when connecting to your doctor. Check your lighting and equipment beforehand. Plan adequate time for your consultation. Remember that the handshake or greeting at the beginning might be replaced by a bit of chit-chat. And your doctor may have to explain to you why there is a need to use telehealth instead of a face-to-face consultation as well as ask your explicit consent to continue. Your doctor may also, if technology starts to fail, ask to end the consultation and request a face-to-face consultation. Try to manage potential interruptions and, if possible, make sure that you are alone and that you can talk to your doctor in a confidential way. You certainly don't want others to hear everything you share with your doctor. Also, announce to your doctor who is unseen on the screen. Your doctor may assume that it's only you in the room. And your doctor needs to be aware if somebody else can hear the conversation. Lastly, please be aware of what you are wearing. Um, it is said that stripes may cause dizziness, apparently. The one area that remains unresolved is online prescriptions, and different pharmacy groups seem to have different rules, leading to much frustration to both patients and doctors at present. I believe this is something authorities need to give urgent attention to and standardize approaches. Unfortunately, telemedicine or telehealth is also not without its disadvantages, and this includes lack of knowledge and understanding of the technology by doctors and patients, a lack of confidentiality of the telehealth platforms being used, technical issues that may cause frustration to both patient and doctor is, for example, connectivity, poor visual images, pixelation, drops of of conversation, lagging and interruptions in conversation, and telehealth may also take some getting used to. One of my colleagues shared the following tweet with me and somehow this resonated to my experience having this virtual world thrust upon us. The tweet by somebody called Gianpiero Petriegleri, I hope I pronounced that correctly, reads as follows. I spoke to an old therapist friend today and finally understood why everyone is so exhausted after the video calls. Our minds are tricked into the idea of being together when our bodies feel we are not. It's easier being in, in each other's presence or each other's absence than being in the constant presence of each other's absence. Our bodies processes so much context, so much information in encounters, that meeting on video is we, being a weird kind of blindfolded. We sense too little and can't imagine enough. The deprivation requires a lot of conscious effort. The dissonance is exhausting. I wonder if this sounds familiar to you too. So in conclusion, unfortunately at the moment, providers and policy makers are still playing catch up with telehealth technologies and are just beginning to recognize that they are essential solutions for keeping potentially infected individuals out of hospitals and doctors' consultation rooms. In early December 2019, before COVID-19 struck, Forbes magazine predicted that telehealth will be one of the eight technologies that will disrupt healthcare in 2020, stating, telehealth will become mainstream in healthcare services. We project that by the end of 2020, health systems will start to view telehealth as a standard of care option for primary care consultation. I cannot help but wonder if they realised at the time how quickly this prediction will come true. Telehealth promises to solve many problems in the healthcare system in the coming years, allowing access to care in a cost-effective way. Sadly, COVID-19 will remain a threat until a vaccine is developed or enough people in your population have immunity. This means that we will have to keep relying on telehealth in the foreseeable future and current habits will possibly grow into preferences. The question is, will patients want to return to the pre-COVID form of face-to-face consultation? Because I think that some may just prefer telehealth as it may be more convenient and less costly. Doctors too may prefer telehealth in future because it enables them to spend more time doing what they like, caring for patients. A very important fact to me personally is that telehealth is providing an opportunity to get a GP and a specialist in the same examination room at the same time. These days so much time and information is lost between the visit to the GP and the specialist and up until now it has been virtually impossible to get your GP and your specialist in the same room at the same time. Telehealth can make this possible. COVID-19 has, for all intents and purposes, normalised telehealth, and I personally think it's a good thing. This podcast was brought to you by Discovery. Stay informed, stay healthy.